I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, welcome to, to their, their Tropes, tropes Battle for Dominance. for Dominance. Episode 45. Oh my gosh, we're almost at 50. And today is a year mm-hmm. since the birth of this podcast where Liz was like, hey, I want to make a podcast. And I was like, oh my God, me too. And yeah. I came up with this. <laughs> I just remember spending like an hour scrolling through like all the podcasts that were out being like, uh, mm-hmm. we just like, we were, you know, doing our Glee rewatch. So we we're like, oh, what about Glee? And we we're like, there's 20 Glee podcasts. There's about- 20 Glee podcasts that are solely about rewatching. i know and no. i was like you know what valid i respect it so we're like what I about twilight it. there's like 50 twilight podcasts yep and we we're like what about fanfic and there's like the majority there's a couple fanfic podcasts but the majority of them are all about like reading fanfics like and not like, talking about the actual reading yeah like fanfic. and for some reason there's like five that are specifically for draco x hermione yeah hermione <laughs> like that was really popular for i was reason. like I was like, I wonder why if they're all by the same person. Five different ones. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. That definitely cheered me up a bit when I saw that in my memories. So I texted Liz. Um, I was like, oh my God, Liz, our baby. It's a year old. Yeah. So thank you to everybody who's listened. Obviously, we didn't like actually release stuff until January, but you know, yeah. it started. In a year ago today, we we came yeah. up with the idea. So thank you guys so much for your support. Um, can, can I announce the exciting news for Hallmat? Yes, you guys get to come see us live at Holiday Matsuri. Their tropes battle for dominance live will be happening. I'm so excited. <laughs> we still have to pick a trope to do. I don't know oh if we want to like redo something that we know will take an hour or not. Because like just because yeah. it'll be our first time doing like this kind of thing live, and both of us have done panels before, so that's not yeah. really an issue. You know, it's more. It's just... more thinking about it and thinking like, do we want interactive games? Well, we also have to think like, about the fact that we'll probably not be sober. Oh, 100. It's Saturday night, baby. <laughs> it's Saturday night. It's drunk. like 12.45 a.m. We're going to be night. drunk as fuck. And it'll also be like after the, I'm pretty sure like after the burlesque and stuff. So We're like, going to be fucked up. We'll, we'll be pretty fucked there. up. And that's why it's that late because, you know, it is an 18 plus show. Therefore, it's an 18 plus panel. Um, it There's be the no same. way you can make us go into a, a thing and not expect us to like, one, keep ourselves from cursing and talk about you know, the other parts of them. Yeah, there's no way we would not talk about porn if we were presenting a panel. I can't wait to do this because, like, I just know we're going to pick a raunchy topic and Liz will not be able to get through it. Oh, yeah. It'll be amazing. It'll be great. Maybe I'll be a little little drunk, so who knows? I'm a little confident. I almost wish, you know, you know, wait, actually, I kind of just realized, this is me thinking out loud, but, um, Uh it, it would, it, it's technically, that would be the week of our, uh, our 50th anniversary. Wait, like the, our year anniversary? Yeah, of the episode. Oh my god! So, that's in five weeks, and it is currently November 11th as we're recording this. Oh, so it's about five weeks, and that's hmm. the weekend of Hallmat. So in theory, you know, the really raunchy one that we've prepared for the show, we could, could also do that. Be our yeah, yeah. I think I think that might you be... and I will have to we'll talk shop later, but like yeah, <laughs> I think I think so. Um. If you want, you guys let us know because we could also. Let's just say that this special can be paired with a previous special we've done. Yes. So we could do both. You know, we could do something else entirely. Let us know if you're going and you have a preference for what you want to listen to, yeah. what you want to be subjected to. Feel free to yeah, let us know. Yeah, what you want to be subjected to. Yeah, the things that we're going to force you to listen to. And we know we have some Florida listeners, thanks to our good old demographic. Yeah. So I hope we see you guys there. Um, 
Yeah, so on some on some more depressing news, uh, the reason we're recording so last minute again is my cat unfortunately was put down a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Not not mittens, uh, who you guys would have seen on all my social media by now, but um, one of my older cats, her name's Stinky. She wasn't even older. She's actually one of our younger ones. She was only thirteen. But she was really sick, and it was really hard. I think I mentioned on the show um, a couple months ago when Walgreens poisoned her. I'm pretty sure I yeah. talked about it on here. Yeah, it was her. Oh, yeah. She she recovered from that fairly well, but uh, I don't know if, like, this is lasting... Excuse me, if this was lasting effects from all that, or she just... You know, it, it was just her time, and she was not in a good place. She was very cognizant, but, like, physically, she, like... She couldn't even eat or drink anymore, so it, mm-hmm. you know, the vet was like, you know, if this was my cat, I would say goodbye now. So my parents were kind enough to uh, FaceTime me through it so that I could see her. Um, mm-hmm. I was her favorite human, so it was really hard for me to not be there. Um, so Liz mm-hmm. so graciously was like, you know, we don't have to record right now. Yeah, we were of course. To. And yeah, so thank you, Liz, for being love a good you, friend, not just a co-host. Love you, Gab. I love you. Um. So I'm I'm doing better. It's been um, 48 hours now, and obviously I still miss her very very much. But um, you know my other cats are really trying to help fill that void right now, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's just sad. I think because like since like you know this is the first pet that like I was close to that I've lost. Like when I was really young, we lost one of my you know some of my dogs um, and whatnot. We lost our senior cat a few years ago, but. You know, that cat we'd only had for about a couple of years. We took him in after his owner died. And those, like, I'm not really a dog person. Like, I care for the dogs, but I'm not close to the dogs the way I am mm-hmm. with my cats. So this was just my first time losing an animal that I was this close to, which I mm-hmm. think really made it hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, in other news um, today, I in other animal news, I was trying to get up from the bed to go pee, and mm-hmm. I guess the kittens have taken to laying on my dirty clothes pile next to the bed because uh-huh. I accidentally stepped on one of them. Not like, you know, full weight. They're only six months old, so I don't know if he would still be around after that, but um, I didn't see him because they're giant black piles of void, and yeah. I like... I stepped kind of, like, on his stomach, but, like, you know, I didn't put my full weight down because I felt it, and I tried to, like, catch my balance, but he freaked out and ran towards the direction that I was trying to, like, put my other foot down so that I wouldn't step on him, and he just, like, kept getting in my way, and so I, I, like, kind of stepped on his stomach, and he, like, they both, like, freaked out, right? Like, they both ran, like, sprinted to the living room, um, knocked over, like, five things on their way, like, ran, like, fucking stampeded like i think my neighbors probably heard them running on the fucking floorboards and i get in there and oh my god raven pot like the one that i stepped on was like freaked the fuck out i tried to pick him up to calm him and he like let, he was held you know for like five seconds and then he like scratched the fuck out of my back he was like do not touch me and like ran away so i was like okay so i gave him some time to cool off salem was like i don't know what the fuck is going on here and just like he's like i only ran because my brother did and like just let me help salem's like titty time literally he was like okay i'll be held um (laughs) so now they're both laying on nick's chair next to me taking a nap and i'm like maybe this will teach them to not lay where we keep stepping on them because we can't fucking see them they only like to lay in like dark void piles So, like, we don't see them, and then it's too late. And also, they like to walk, like, on our feet. So, my hope is that, you know, maybe at least this, like, they're not hurt, thankfully, so maybe this will scare them into not doing that anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Here's hoping. Um, and then, uh, could I, do you think I could... 
yeah oh, okay yeah. i was gonna say so liz and i like i said uh, in our last recording uh we're going to anime nyc again well liz Woo! was always going and then i was like last minute i can go so that good news about the event i was talking about is for mihoyo the parent company of genshin impact um has officially accepted me and nick to be booth babes for them which yeah. is really really exciting um and then we're also working a friday event for them uh, so catch us at, if you're going to Anime NYC, come see us at, uh, it's 2.30 to 3.15 at their booth for, uh, some official, like, stage thingy. I know we're taking photos and stuff, so mm-hmm. come check it out. And then all of Saturday will be, uh, I don't know all Saturday, but a lot of Saturday we're going to be at the booth working, uh, in stuff. So come check that out for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited. It's really exciting. And also, like, you know, they encouraged us to apply for the content creator program after this. So that's really cool. So I'm going to try and get into more uh, posting about my love for Genshin instead of just talking about it with friends like I normally do. You said event thingy, or is it just that, or is there something else? Well, so Friday, there's some sort of like fan event that they're hosting that, um, like, I'll be at, like, working it. Like, by working it, I mean, like, they want us, you know, there as, like, arm candy <laughs> yeah to look, there's, to look there's, hot and sexy yes, yeah there's dads. like um i think there's like eight of us or something some number around that cosplayers that um most of them are in the content creator program and then there's a couple of us that no content creator like people in the program and mm-hmm. um we're invited so like me and nick were invited by our friend washu um and they approved us and uh i they they're they're doing everything so last minute like by the time this airs we probably still won't know anymore um i'm not expecting to know anything until we get there at this rate uh because oh because i was gonna say is it like is it like at the con or is it like yeah it's at the con it's like at their booth oh okay they actually have the biggest booth in the con this year they we got we got to see like a vendor's map it's actually really fun it's because genshin is so popular it really is but like they're doing everything so last minute and my friend was like you know i think it's because they expected it to be canceled again because of covid and now that it's not getting canceled they're like wait speaking of um if you see us either at hallmat you know or anime nyc please keep your mask on at all times obviously you and i are both vaccinated but we don't really want to interact with people without their mask on. Um, yes. I, I know, like, uh, Anime NYC will be really strict about that because it's New York, but Hallmat, I don't see being as strict about it. So just please, uh, we you should know by now that we are very pro-mask. So Yeah, I have really bad anxiety about COVID, especially working in a school, so I would just really, really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay, so I feel like we've delayed the episode long enough. Um, yes. Liz, um, do you want to talk about the monstrous topic that you have picked out today? I know, I chose a really big topic, but I didn't did. choose a lot to talk about it. Um, I chose isekai, um, <laughs> because I actually... I love isekai, and I'm not ashamed to say I it. enjoy a couple isekai, you know. Listen, um, listen, If okay, I'll, I'll say this so, after you faves. describe it. Some of my faves are some of my favorite animes are isekais. Um, but why so don't you tell us? You, yeah, what it is, so we can talk more. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, it's a subgenre of um, Japanese fantasy light novels, manga, anime, and video games, and it revolves around um, a person from Earth, like a normal, everyday human being, like you being and me. Tra- yeah, I know, crazy, being transported to, reborn, or trapped in a parallel universe. So like a fantasy world, like it's fun um yes you know um sometimes like it'll be somewhere like that the person doesn't know at all or sometimes the universe will exist in the protagonist world as a fictional universe Mm -hmm. um 
such as in like my next life as a villainess um katarina dies and is transported to the fictional world of um like where she is she's in a dating sim and that dating sim exists um in her universe she played it so that's how she knows about it and i i love that trope i think it's really fun um I, who doesn't want to like escape into a fantasy world oh yeah like I w- i'm gonna get to that because i'm gonna talk a little bit yeah, about that like, i get so much hate from everybody because like you know i agree that a lot of the times it devolves into fan service and like for the male gaze and like you know yeah. it doesn't appeal to everybody but just the idea of like being able to be in a world that's not your own like isn't that so appealing like th- i don't know anybody who doesn't want that <laughs> Yeah, there's also a reverse isekai where a fantasy character can be transported into the regular world, into the modern world, modern society. And a really great example of that is The Devil is a Part-Timer, which is Amazing one of show. my favorite one of my favorite animes. It's on Netflix, it's I'm pretty sure. So good, so funny. We're finally getting a season 2. It's awesome. Literally The Devil is I would is... highly recommend it. It's on it's a very underrated show. Oh my god, it's so funny. The Devil is transported into into uh modern day Japan and works at McDonald's. Yeah. It is great. That, uh, that's and like you're like, "Oh, there must be more." No, like that's the entire that's plot. That's it. It's a slice of life show, but like it's so with funny. The devil. It's it's really good uh and The Devil's hot. So, um He is very hot. <laughs> when are we doing a group, Liz? I I have been begging people to do a group. Oh my god, hear me out. Grant as the devil would be so funny. Yes. Yes. <sighs> um, but I've also slowly learned, you know, maybe I just need to cosplay it and then people around me will start cosplaying True. it. True. I think that is how most groups get made at this point because everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. Haha, <laughs> never And then they it. never do it. Yeah, you just But now that I was like, because we we've talked about doing a Rosario vampire mm-hmm. group for years and I was like, fuck it, I'm buying my shit to do it. And the guy's just like, wait. Let's do it. Yeah, I really. For Katsu. Yeah, I, I want to do it for Anime OAC, but like our schedules just don't work, unfortunately. Yeah. But Katsu, check us out in it. I'm very yes. excited. I'm going to be Kurumu from uh, Rosario Vampire Saturday. Oh my God, wait, of hear me AMIC, out. We could, so. in theory, also bring it to uh, Hallmat and do it for our panel. Oh, yeah. In the- we'll, we'll, th- we'll, 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 we'll talk shop. We'll, 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 we'll work it. We'll work we'll it. We'll work it. Yeah. Um, so, popular isekai animes. Isekai is, like, a hugely popular genre of anime, so obviously I do not have all of them. I just have a lot of the ones that were... I, I literally looked up a list of popular isekai animes, and I listed ones that, like, I know of, mm-hmm. you know, and think are pretty iconic. Yes. So, Sword Art Online is, like, literally the pioneer of isekai anime. You know what? Like, I'm gonna say it. I enjoy Sword Art Online. I enjoy the first part of season one. I enjoy all of Sword Art Online. <laughs> what the fuck, yeah? I like it. In my, my defense- My younger brother loved Sword Art Online. So however, I, I will say, now. in my defense with Sword Art Online, I have been into it since, like, only the first, like, ten chapters or so were translated into English, and, like, it wasn't even, like, official. Like, it was all fan work, because my best friend in sixth grade was really into it, so she got me into it. Uh, this is the same friend who got me into, like, every anime. Mm-hmm. Um... So we were into it together and we were like, you know, we'd always talk about it and we'd be like, wow, it must be so cool. So because of that, it's always had a very special place in my heart. And honestly, I also just really like overpowered characters personally. And Kirito is pretty much the definition of an overpowered character. I love the... I love the cosplays from it, like yes. the costumes in it. So I really want to cosplay it for that fact. Yes! Oh my like, God. Asuna's outfit is so, so, so beautiful. you remember my friend Je- Jesse, right? We're we're planning to yeah. do Asuna and uh, Kirito at some point. Um, yes, like in the near future. So I love that. If you want to get in on that with us, I love that. 
Um, so other ones, my next life as a villainess, all roots lead to doom. I talk about this show all the fucking time. Yeah, it is one of my know. favorite animes to come out in the past year. Amazing. Um, Log Horizon is considered another heavily influential isekai anime. It's one of the earlier ones as well, if I remember correctly. Coming out around really a familiar. similar time to Sword Art Online. I could be totally remembering I think this you're wrong, right. But... Like, I vaguely remember it, but I don't think I ever got into it. Oh, I never got into it, but uh, I heard Tubers talking about it back in the day. Um, the Devil is a Part-Timer, as we said. Konosuba is another popular one. No Game, No Life. ReZero. I mean, Ultimate Waifu War is coming from ReZero. Like, mm-hmm. it is so iconic. It really, and in if, that you, genre. if you don't, if the name sounds familiar, but you don't know it, it's the pink and blue haired maid girls. Rem and Ram. I don't know anything about it other than the fucking pink and blue haired people because, like, there's so many fucking Itasha about them, too. And if you don't know, Itasha is like Ida bags, but for cars. So people who have, like, their cars decked out in, like, yeah. anime looks. There's and stuff. also, like, five billion figures of Yeah, Rem. I don't really understand. It's why everyone so loves Rem specifically. Why? Aren't they the same? I don't know. I've never watched the show. Um, but, yeah. Also, I saw on the list that Spirited Away technically can be considered an isekai. And now that I, I think about it, fuck would yeah. consider it an isekai. Yeah, definitely. I love Spirited Away. I think it's one of my biggest comfort films mm-hmm. that I think is... I have a lot of comfort films that people yeah, we don't consider comfort films. But this is one that people be like, okay, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um... And so when I'm looking at, like, a lot of the fan fiction trends for Isekai as I was, like, researching, mm-hmm. you see so many, like, ex-reader yes. um, fix, And I think that makes so much sense because a lot of it's, like, you're transported into the world of whatever show you're you're talking about. And, um... Can I, can I just, say a side note to that? You just reminded me. I technically... The first, like, fanfic I ever wrote was technically an Isekai. Because it was me becoming my Warrior Cats OC and being love in the it. Warrior Cats world. I love that. <laughs> um, if I had known, I would have taken a snippet of that. You should have! <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, and I think it just makes a lot of sense because, I mean, half the time the ex-reader shit you're reading is technically could be considered... It's not an isekai because it's not you being transported to the world. You're just in that world. But it makes right. sense in that vein. Um, I mean, I saw kind of... If you get into the idea of um, shifting, um, I know that oh, was yeah. very, very popular like on, TikTok. on TikTok the year or two, uh, year or two ago. I don't want to get into the semantics of whether or not it's real, but essentially, that's everyone had this it's whole just idea. Daydreaming. They they wanted to go to this other world and live in this other world, and I think it's just the idea of that is so immensely appealing. I mean, like I would literally fucking kill. To go, this will make me sound like a fucking millennial, but to go live in Harry Potter. I feel like, like most people would, though, to be honest, just because, like, the idea of magic just makes life sound so much easier. And it's just, like, the idea of that is so amazing, and most of us daydream of that anyway. So Isekai right. and fanfics in that sense are, like, a no-brainer. So, um, yeah. Maybe I think it is, like, really the younger generation who, like, or not younger, it's, like, the people who, like, are in their, like, adult lives, I think, tend mm-hmm. to enjoy isekai because it's, like, the idea of being transported away from your responsibilities. Whereas, I know. <sighs> whereas God. younger fans are, like, ew, that sounds so, like, stupid, it's all, like, fan see whatever, and, blah, blah, blah. Or where it's also, like, where it's, like, a lot of that stuff where it's, like, people, they, they, they see a lot of this stuff as, like, cringe, and it's, like, 
Fuck well, that. I'll fuck be cringy you, as I want in another world. God forbid I want to pretend like... Let me be I, an overpowered sword user. Let me let me go fucking pretend I'm an Avenger in my head for two hours to escape the trauma of my daily life. Literally. Like, like Jesus Christ. Let people live. Um, But so... Um, I guess we can get into the fic I chose. Okay. Um, I chose the a fic titled "An Impossible Encounter" by Kermit the Fuck on a. I really, I really it. like that name. Yeah. Um, this is a Fate Stay Night fic. Um, I'm not super well versed in Fate. I like Fate Zero, and I played the mobile game. So, but I know. Um, this is. I do not know how to pronounce his name. Please do not kill me. It's like I looked it up, and it's like. Ku Chulane or something like I that. I think it's. I feel like it's a Chu, but or I Ku may, or Kulane or yeah. I I'm so sorry to everybody Ku, who Kulane. Like, I I don't. We know. really struggle with names generally, yes, especially it, like names that are like we struggle with words. Okay, not yeah, even like names. Jesus Christ. Don't expect me to pronounce things correctly. So, but, uh, um, she, but Liz promises she's doing her best. Um, this is but so he is the um he is the um, he's Lancer in Fate Stay Night, and it's a Lancer X reader fic. Okay. Um, and it's kind of about someone who's, you can tell this is written by someone who's, like, like kind of weeby, but oh. in, like, a way that I'm, like, kind of into it. Like, like the whole, like, like, they use like, suffixes? everyone, ha- no one likes me because I like anime. Oh, I love that. <laughs> like, everyone thinks I'm weird, How old but, is like, this? I love it. I forget. Um, I could actually pull it up right now uh no it's from 2020 oh my god i love that good for you but I, author. I love good the for vibes. you kermit the fuck i appreciate the vibes i i love the vibes but so um i don't really i didn't really read fully fully through it you know mm-hmm. my usual skim um so, it's an adventure for you just like it is for us so i don't know if there's really other people talking there's a little little bit of um some other people talking at the beginning mm-hmm. so you can do that guys okay. and we'll kind of you know We'll go Go from from there. there. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. You thought you were pretty normal. You had a normal job, a normal apartment, normal interests. Nothing really made you feel weird or out of place. You lived in a not uh, not quite a small town, but neither a bustling city. It was easy to get around. You mostly just walked to and from work and the few shops and bars you called a second home. You You really did think everything about yourself was quite normal. That was until the day that the lines of fiction and reality began to blur. Your coworkers love to tease you about your tastes in TV shows. <laughs> Fate Stay Night. They would giggle. Okay. What's that? A cartoon? For kids, right? <laughs> that anime stuff. You learned quickly that you just had to you had to just brush it off fully and decided to keep things to yourself from now on. No matter any teasing, you still love the franchise, the story, the characters, even the slightly overbearing hypersexualization of said characters. That's part of my favorite thing. Yeah, I was gonna say, where it's just like, you know, like, do I get mad at it? Yes, but also, as it's someone, not for the feminine gaze, but I'm making it for the feminine gaze. I'm making it for the feminine gaze. I'm um, do I love, it. like, I love to look at Saber in a fucking bikini. Like, fuck yes. I love like, when Asuna gets tied up by tentacles and uh, <laughs> like, molested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just a far off fantasy that you enjoyed watching, like any other show. 
The workday was finally coming to a close. The setting sun was streaming into your in your office windows, almost completely under the horizon by now. Most of your coworkers had already gone home hours earlier, but you unfortunately had to stay behind over time to finish work. You may or may not have been procrastinating on. Spreadsheets just weren't your thing, but no one in the office would hear it admonishing you saying that it was your work you had to do it yeah of course you would end up getting it done your work ethic wasn't that bad but that didn't stop you from bemoaning it for bemoaning it all the while finishing cleaning up you you shut off your computer and shut off the lights when you reach for your phone on your desk only for it to be for it to not be in its usual place damn you'd been forgetting all day that you left it at home during your overslept rush to the office you would just have to do without it for one night, you suppose. After such a long day, work day, you really needed to de-stress and get a pint or two to help you sleep off the scoliosis that was surely forming from your awful desk chair posture. God, me. <laughs> I'd literally be sitting in my chair, like, dying. Comfy shoes, bag in hand, office locked, and you were ready to wander to your favorite hole-in-the-wall bar. A comfy little heaven with an attractive bar- with attractive barkeepers and homely boots. Oh my god, that it reminds me of when we tried to go, like, to the bars and stuff when you visited us. And, like, we were like, oh my god, why are all the bars so, like, boring? There's no one here. And then we realized we were going out at, like, 8 p.m. <laughs> we, we, no, we were out at, like, 6. Like, we weren't, it wasn't even, like, close to being late. It was we so just, we bad. Were like, we were hungry. We went out for dinner. We're like, let's go to a bar. And there was like nothing to go to. Yeah. It was like, and then we got back and I was like, we went out so fucking early. Of course no one was out. For real. Um, but yes. Um, it wasn't too far of a walk, but a shortcut never kills anyone. Outside the front doors, the summer air was warm and a bit sticky. Instead of heading down the street in front of you, you turned off you turned left on the sidewalk and around your office building. Down a mucky alley only lit by fluorescent light. Um, light trickling out of a few windows high above. Just a bit below from the back of your building was the main gates of an old rural baseball field that rarely that was rarely used anymore, if at all. Weeds grew defiantly in almost every crack and the dusty dirt paths were unkempt and rocky. I will say, compare when you read like the first where you're like, ew, anime, you would think this is written by someone like like a child, but like no, I this is written pretty well. This is definitely written by somebody who got mocked for their interests as a young adult and yeah. is potentially like now too afraid to share their interests with uh, the real world. So this is how they're venting it, and their like their writing is it. actually amazing. So good, yeah, very well done. The field itself was just a red dirt. Uh, the field itself was just a red dirt diamond with tall with a tall black chain with tall black chain link fencing surrounding it all nestled in some woods a few portable aluminum audience stands that hadn't held an actual spectator in weeks would usually whine in the night heat like that's a beautiful line it's written very well very vividly imagine this i love this um you would just have to push open one of the little chain chain fences and cross the field then sweet sweet drinks would be a two minute walk away you came to the looming main gates wide open and inviting you to be to the quiet dark clearing the short dirt path took you past the stands and you wove past the dugout's fence where baseball players usually rested during games during games you never really got the chance to see you gripped the uh, clunky fence gate ready to swing open when a sound akin to the loudest thunder you'd ever heard stopped you dead you whipped your head around behind you where the sound came from but nothing seemed out of place not even as the street lamps in the distant in the distant streets could be seen coming on over the tree line you looked up but saw no clouds only the inky sky a handful of whining bats 
and a few stars that came out to observe your night trek. Suddenly, the rumbling thunder roared, and once again behind you, now coming from that far end of the field, the ground under your feet shook, and the bats that flew overhead dive-bombed into the trees in fear. You didn't want to turn your head again as anxiety subconsciously crept into your veins, but you felt that you... But you're you doing great, you Liz. Ha- I'm sorry, my mouth. I just like I like needed. To- I was like so intense reading. I needed to swallow for a second. Um, but you felt that you had to, as the sounds of metal shrieking and men shouting gripped your ears. You turned, and before your eyes, in the pitch dark, was a spray of sparks and two flashes of light, very skillfully dodging and attacking one another. This was very familiar, too familiar for comfort. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Able to make out a figure clad in a tense royal blue suit and a long, dark, a long fatal red spear fighting fiercely against a wolfish man with a chest covered in intricate gold blue symbol and a gigantic silver sword. It was too real. Too vicious to be cosplaying or the fighting of real humans. You're draw Honestly, that'd be me. I'd be like, why the fuck are there LARPers out right now? Genuinely, <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, someone tell the cosplayers to go home. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Your jaws dropped in realization. This is a living, breathing servant battle. Their footsteps were so heavy that they cracked the red earth beneath them. Their rough blows were so intense, they vibrated the air and into your heart. Gazing on, unable to tear your eyes away, your mind calmly screamed to you, you need to run. (laughs) Sharply turning on your heels, you threw yourself face first into the black dugout fence that was behind you. It screeched and clacked um, deafeningly against itself. Even worse than that was not the sound of the fight to the death that was now behind you, but the complete and other utter heart-stopping silence that encompassed the field. Your face burned from the impact of the chain-link fence, but you didn't have the time to worry about that. Now, you could only feel the two venomous glares boring into the back of your skull. Who's there? One of them roared, but you didn't give much time to re- but he didn't give you much time to reply. You left your head around so fast it hurt only to see the blue servant now racing across the small field towards you, Lance pointed and ready to pierce your flesh the second he reaches you. Wait, Lance? He's a Lancer class. The other servants seem to have already fled, your stupid slip-up giving him the perfect opportunity to escape the enraged Crimson's eyes that were now about to kill you. You're going to die. It's too late. He's already here, spear driving towards your heart. You should just accept the horrible and gruesome fate. However, despite every fiber of your being trying to convince you to just lay down and accept this death, you still try to run. You know, I I respect it. Oh, yeah. You, Except you I would and... probably give up, but, like, oh, I yeah. respect it. <laughs> you turn and duck down, diving for the opening in the fences you came in from, and feeling the cool earth under your flying hands. You continue to scramble forward, ignoring the weeds and sticks sticking into your palms, and look forward just in time to watch as the Lancer class clears overhead by centimeters. Sorry, as the lance clears over your head by centimeters. It slips into the forest line, leaving only a trail of blazing red light in less than a second. Your breath catches in your throat as at the thunk of it sinking into the poor tree. The thunk-a-thunk. The thunk. But you don't have time to stop. The dark main uh, main gate's wide open, calling for you to run to it. Stomach's dropping as a large rough hand uh, crushes your ankle and it twists. A sick creak comes from it as you're flipped onto your back. Your assailant doesn't let go of of his sharp grip as his lance flies into his free hand like magic. You don't dare look at him, fearful of those razor sharp red eyes of his. Something then overcomes you in a powerful wave. You don't know why, but like the tears building up in your eyes, words just pour out of your mouth without any real real meaning and a weakened shout. Lancer, I order you to stop. 
It seemed to work. More out of more out of surprise than actually following any orders, his grip loosens slightly, and without hesitating, you scramble to your feet and run up, run back up the path you came from, kicking up clumps of grass and dirt in your in your dash. You ducked into. The, I feel like so, so we've been going for a long time. A little bit, like, but but also, you do you know how fate works at all? Yes, I do. So I did watch. I love Fate Zero. I've um okay. I've played Can you answer some questions? Because I'm confused. Yeah. What the so... fuck is a servant battle? <laughs> so Fate, there's this. Th- well, at least I'm gonna go off the rules of Fate Zero. So don't quote me on it for any other of the other series. Okay. But I'm assuming it's like very similar. So there's servants and there are masters. And masters essentially, um, they. They get, like, holy artifacts and kind of, they, like, resurrect, like, essentially resurrect these, like, well, like I know that they're historical based off- figures, yeah. and, and those then, are like, servants. Yeah, and, and like, they're so, mostly girls for some reason. They're mostly girls for some reason, but there are boys. Uh-huh. Like, Lancer is a boy. Right. Um, And so, essentially, in Fate's Year specifically, it's the Holy Grail War. war. Um, they're fighting- there, these the masters use their servants to battle each other for who are the, the masters? Grail. They're usually like, they're like usually like, how do they really choose them? I I, ooh, it's like usually <laughs> like there's like magic families. Okay, like there's there's people who kind of like their families have known about. <laughs> I'm probably getting this so wrong because there's so you're, much. You're saying lore. more than I know, so um, and like you know. It's just like, yeah. Um, from what I'm assuming this is going with, it's gonna be the reader is the master to Lancer, okay, and kind of takes over that role. And um, yeah. Please don't quote me on any fate lore. I am not well versed enough in fate to confidently say any of this. You're fate is no overwhelming than... and scary. Any anybody I know. That, that's not true. I have some friends who really into fate. <laughs> oh no, I have friends who are way more into fate than me. I love fate though. I want to get more into it. It's just it scares a lot. me. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot. Um, but nonetheless, um, I actually really like this fic. Like, what the fuck? I think, I think it's read it. really well written. Um, like, which is like we said, I... surprising based on the con, like what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Honestly, I could imagine going into like a bookstore and buying a book like this and not definitely. And I've definitely read something like that at some point before. And like just the writing style, immaculate, Immaculate. very well done. Good job, uh, author, whoever you are. I I hope you're no longer getting bullied. I hope you found people who love your interests in Fate Fate Stay Night. Yes, same. Um, yeah, I can just I love it. I so much. I just imagine everything. I don't know. I'm like geeking out. I might go read more of this. Like, yeah, that's um, a, it sounds like something you enjoy. Stuff. Yeah. Um. But. I I like isekai. So uh, I don't. I will say I don't usually read fix where the premise is like making a new isekai. Like into the like this is like the reader getting transported into the world or whatever. Yeah. Like I. But I'll read fix of works that are isekai. Like sure, I'll read a sword art fic. You know. I wouldn't probably, for, but for me, um, well, isekai of thick of something from an isekai would read as my next life as a villainess, right? Because the thing is, we all know from the first or second episode, I am super pro X reader. I love X reader shit, yes. but usually the X reader shit I read, I'm like the readers. I guess it's me <laughs> is already it's like, like existing in this world. In right. that world, it's not like an isekai. 
So, um, right. Yeah. That's like just not my thing. I so. am sad and lonely <laughs> and read next to me. You are incredibly valid, Liz. Love One it. day you will find your, uh, what's the name of the character you like? Katarina? One day you will find your Katarina. <laughs> am I, am I, you say Kai World? Yeah. Yes. Um, but I guess that that's kind of it. What okay, did you awesome. get randomly assigned? So, I got randomly assigned Pacific Rim AU. Uh-huh. Um, I'll be honest, I have not seen this movie since it came out. I've so never seen Pacific Rim. It was really good. That's all I remember, is that it was really good. I don't remember <laughs> anything else. Love so, <laughs> I I apologize in advance if everything I'm saying see, sounds really stupid, because, like, I... It's the week of us both struggling to talk about franchises. Yeah, I, I also know. watched... I watched Fate Zero in high school. <laughs> See, I actually so. watched an episode of it in our anime club years ago because it was actually back when my ex was the president of anime club. God, that's such a cursed sentence. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> was, um, because she was really into it in high school, so she uh, had us watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, no, I'm just, I can't stop thinking even... When my ex was president of anime, anime club, yeah, God, that is the worst thing I've ever said in my life. Um, I just, I remember it was like interesting but like i didn't know what to make of it so i i didn't really we just didn't yeah you know okay so uh for those of you guys who don't know specific rim i i'd be kind of surprised it was like a really well selling like high selling movie um i don't remember if there was any other media for it other than the movie i'm sure there was i just remember it got really popular probably because of the homoeroticness of it it wasn't Mm -hmm. i wouldn't call it queer baiting um like it really was just two guys who managed to like be really close platonically and i actually really enjoyed how it was shown but um you know of course you have people who are upset that they're not gay and i think the majority of the fan Mm -hmm. base was built on the premise that oh my god these guys are gay when they weren't and like there's nothing wrong with either uh what you want to interpret it as them like liking each other romantically or platonically familially there's no wrong way to interpret it um Mm -hmm. so i'll just get into like what this trope is like pacific rim au so it's like a crossover au where Mm -hmm. characters are put into the world of pacific rim usually as jaeger pilots and we'll get into what jaeger pilots are in a moment Mm -hmm. um and it got really popular because drift compatibility which we'll also talk about in a moment really goes hand in hand with like the soulmate au and like shipping interactions and mm-hmm. as uh fan lore said which is a term i haven't seen in a while bro tp interactions stop stop i haven't heard that term in so long because people don't really use the term bro tp anymore they're just like oh my god they're so good as friends you know they don't say like i we ship did- them as friends they just say what good friends whereas bro tp yeah. it literally used to be like oh my god like they're not romantic they're not gay for each other they're just best friends broke my bro tp i yeah. haven't heard that term in for ages um so i love that and so unlike some crossover AUs, Pacific Rim AUs actually use the Pacific Rim characters a lot as side characters. Mm-hmm. Like usually when you have um, crossovers, uh, you'll you'll see like the main characters being replaced in favor of whatever world you're injecting yeah. into the story. I will say the one exception is usually like every Harry Potter uh, crossover I've seen, like Harry Potter and all of them are still in it. So like they, that Pacific Rim and Harry Potter are common in that um, with the crossovers. Uh, so let's talk about like what drift compatibility is. So the the drift compatibility is like basically like their their ability to work as one mind, like to meld together. So Pacific Rim's whole thing is that there's these things called the kaiju, which are like alien monsters trying to destroy the planet. It's mm-hmm. uh, very like diva Overwatch, like her backstory, if you know that, where like they're trying to like 
they're they're fighting the omnic war in their mechs and whatnot so pacific rim is all about mech piloting uh their mechs are called jaegers so like they have the jaeger pilot and it, however they're so strong and like powerful they need two people to control it but you have to have like a hundred percent drift compatibility to pilot it because you're basically melding your minds so if you aren't both at the same time being like move right leg swing left arm God, i know. love common writer double <laughs> it's very similar it's very 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 similar it's it's a popular trope in the mech world just like the mech world the like mech media just because it's like oh my god like soulmate au or like yeah it's you know, like platonic, it's really like, good brothers. for shipping yeah it's really good for shipping but I, I feel like the majority of people who make the original source content do it more as like a brotherly type oh thing yeah to, like show how close they can get familiarly it's um and i actually really like it just because like you don't really see like guys aren't really allowed to be friends in mainstream media like like in terms of like they can be friends but they can't be like girly about it like you know they're like yeah we're we're both friends we like going to the racetrack together they can't be like i like just sitting together and reading a book and spending our own time but together you know like that's they're always like oh my god they must be gay like they can't just be friends so i do think i watch a lot of war movies with my father Mm -hmm. and men are very close and like it, that's more that's much more it's more common in war movies for yeah, men exactly. to be I would, close and that kind of close i agree and i think that's a lot of just like what happens when like especially for like uh the military where it's mostly men you're not surrounded by women so you get that closeness that you would normally get from like a more feminine relationship you get that with mm-hmm. men and it's 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 a really interesting like psych stuff behind it and i'm not going to try and bore you guys with it but um i just i think it's really interesting from the science hippic research side of it to be like this is why it's so interesting um so yeah so they 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 drift compatibility is literally just like how well their minds meld um so like in pacific rim it's giant robot pilots come in pairs and they fight better when they go through the quote-unquote drift where they meld minds to withstand the neural strain of controlling a ginormous mecha and then there was there's actually a lot uh, not a lot but there was there was some uh, controversy in uh, the Pacific Rim fandom because oh my God. everybody was making you know Pacific Rim uh, AUs when this first came out and they're still like pretty popular like I still see them all the time um where so this is made by Anna uh, the Crow at tumblr.com um and this is the post okay is it just me or is anyone else bothered by the many pacific rim au's where two characters who hate slash mistrust each other are apparently drift compatible and romance ensues how about no did we watch different movies or something because in the pacific rim i've seen all the ranger teams have a strong positive relationship with each other i mean how does not compute even really i don't remember how to pronounce the name Raleigh, I think, uh, and Mako obviously respect each other from the first second they meet, and I'd say for Mako even longer than that. Like, I love some enemies to lovers trope, but it really doesn't make sense here. And I actually think that's a really good point when you're talking about the Pacific Rim universe. Like, I'm sure you can make it work with, like, a different mecha universe where you need to have, like, the compatibility or whatever. But that's a really good point. In the Pacific Rim, like, they have to be on the same page. Like, they have to basically be, like, copies of each other like they Mm -hmm. they have to have like the same interests and uh morals and stuff like they they really have to be like the same person so um it's interesting that they brought this point up because like all the enemies to lovers that people use like there's a lot of like popular ships for instance uh as well i'll just say it now because we're about to read a fic from it but uh (laughs) styles and Derek from teen wolf yeah um you know like in fandom they're often portrayed as enemies to lovers because because styles annoys the fuck out of yeah they're they're not i wouldn't call them enemies but they don't like they don't like each other 
In the, well, it, no, I would say like Styles likes Derek. I mean, yeah, I don't Styles think likes Derek everybody likes though. I don't think Derek likes Styles. That's true. Styles <laughs> likes everybody. Derek doesn't like anybody. So, <laughs> so that's definitely why. But like, that's a really good point in that like it's a cute like premise for a fic, you know, to bring them closer but together. But it doesn't necessarily. But work. it doesn't make sense in that like. They would they they wouldn't be compatible. They just really would not be drift compatible. They would not be able to pilot a mech together yeah. because like they wouldn't have the same thoughts. Um, so I just thought I thought that was interesting though that they have discourse. I love the discourse. I live. Wait, for let the me discourse. see. Let me see like how old this post is. This is I from, live for discourse. I can't tell how old this post. Why is this? Oh, I, it says March uh, twenty fourteen, March 9th. Fuck yes, I love old discourse. I love too. old discourse. It's so fun to revisit. It's so fun. Um, so that being said, let's get into the fic. Um, I was torn between a couple fics, right? So Uh-huh. I'm happy we're reading um this fic because it brings me it it gives me a chance to talk about how everyone is slowly remembering that Dylan O'Brien exists. Yeah. We're starting to hype him up on TikTok. He is very attractive. So he is a very he's attractive man. So attractive. I love him. He's so hot. He he's very much like my taste of men right so like you guys know by now that i have a strong strong preference for women and my taste in men while you know that's being a much smaller side of my attraction still exists and it's really like men who like you know kind of like the softer face and not and like kind of in between like dad bod and like really sculpted right like just fit and um and they just they just look like they'd be a fucking himbo yeah, you know, like they just go, like they just, they just look, boyfriend. they not necessarily like innocent, but naive. They yeah. just, it's just the face, the air they have around them. Where I'm I like, I'm like, you don't know. There's not a single thought in that head, is there? You know, like that sort of yeah. thing. There's not a thought behind those eyes. Like I that is my taste so of them. <laughs> so um, please continuing hyping Dylan O'Brien yes. up. Yes. Um, I'll be so hyped for the new the new Teen Wolf movie. Yes. That that is literally gonna give me. Everything I've ever wanted from I also will say, too, that he, it's not even like he's attractive. Like, he's also like a really good actor. Oh, yeah. So, and he's just like such like a funny person. Also, um, fun fact I used to get Dylan O'Brien and Logan Lerman confused. I still do. When I see a picture of one, I always assume it's the other other first. To me, they are just the same fucking person. But um, this is a Dylan O'Brien stan uh, podcast. (laughs) Liz is like, okay, you're the only one. Anyways, this is a Dylan (laughs) O'Brien stan podcast. Um, let's bring back maze runner guys no Thank never mind you. um Please. speaking of i still have the book Please. to give you i still have it yeah, I you, just know, want, you keep forgetting to take it with you i will take it i just want more people to get back into maze runner so i have people to talk about it with um so but the reason <laughs> you're like moving on moving, moving on, on from maze runner the reason i was torn between these fics is because there were four fics listed as examples on fan lore so i was like oh this will be easier than you know going through and trying to pick one out myself so yeah the, the fandoms where uh free the swimming anime stop teen wolf yeah or late miz why <laughs> there was like one other i don't remember but i was just like so so originally i was like i want to i want to take the free one because i think it'll be funny but it was just a it was a porn one shot so i was like mm, no i don't want to no. do that um i'd rather not talk about porn for once what, so were, I, what were the ships what were the ships i honestly don't remember i just opened it saw like hand job anal sex i was like i'm good <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like I was like, I don't need to, I don't, I'm like, we've done, like, porn, I've done porn, like, 
tropes like five weeks in a row now. Like I'm good. I don't need to do it anymore right now. I know when I was looking at my isekai, I just did the isekai one. And then I saw like the same thing where it was like, you know, like the, this, like the, all the porn tags. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me just put it on like a teen and up rating. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, we've been doing so much porn lately. And Fifty Shades is starting, like where we're reading it, it's starting to get into the more kissy stuff. So I'm like, I know we're going to have our fair share of porn in a bit. We so. want you to be able to listen to some of this and without headphones and yeah or even like you know not everybody wants to listen to porn so i don't want to bring up porn every single episode mm-hmm. um as, as fun as it is um so yeah and then, and then i was like okay fine so i'll do the lame is one the lame is one is like a sixty thousand word um like work of art and i was like wait <laughs> and I, first of all i can't even pronounce any of the names because they're all french and like fuck if i know french le français le français or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it's called um, the closest I get to French is that one TikTok of, this TikTok account of a guy who makes fun of, he's, like, pretends to be, like, a, a French exchange student at university. He's like, I am really, really to percent et I am better than you. Linda, you suck. Like, have you seen his videos? He's so fucking funny. No, but I love that. I'll, I'll find them and show them to you. They're so funny. Um, so that's the closest I get to French pronunciation. And so I couldn't read any of it. And I was scrolling through and I was like, wait, this is, like, actually, like, it's, like, a world building. <laughs> It's like this and, is too and much. Shipfic and mechfic and like Pacific Rim thing. I was like, I can't do this today, bestie. Um, I can't sit here and read sixty thousand words of uh, Les Mis. So, so, so I was like, okay, Teen Wolf time. Teen Wolf time. It's it's still a longer. It's still a long one. But you know, I was like, I know the characters, so I don't have to like familiarize myself with anything, and mm-hmm. I know like you know the basics of it. So I just picked um a chunk out from like the first chapter, I think it is um of it, and. Yeah, so it's basically just talking. And I thought this would be more relevant to how I mentioned, you know, drift compatibility and whatnot, because the entire premise of this part is drift compatibility. So um, let's get into it. I'll read for Styles, and you can read for Lydia, Scott. Um, I think Scott speaks. I don't know if he actually speaks or not. And Derek. I love Scott so much. Yeah, Derek, Scott is Scott's good. Scott's underrated However, as fuck. I, I can't think of Scott anymore because of the Housley music video. You know which one I'm talking about. Was, was, was it Colors, I think? I was love Halsey. I love that Halsey album, though. Don't get me started oh, right. on no, that Oh, no, same. Album. I love the album. But the, remember, do you remember the music video where Scott's actor is, like, the guy, like, her boyfriend? And, you're, you know, like, she's saying, Oh, like, was, it, was it the one for... Not for... Was it for Ghost? No, not Ghost. I think it was... It, is the song Colors? I can't remember. Was it like, Colors? Everything is blue. Yeah, that's that Colors. One. Yeah. Yeah, that one. So... That's the music video where, you know, her boyfriend's on the football team, they're in high school, whatever. It turns out, and, like, you see her, like, taking photos, uh, like, you know, of his family and stuff, and you think she's just, like, you know, making a scrapbook of her boyfriend. She's in love with his dad! (laughs) Yeah, that's the point of, yeah, that's the point of colors. I know! And I can't take it! I can't take it! Well, if that, if that fucks with you, I'll fuck with you even more. Scott's actor has an OnlyFans. No! You're you're shitting me. You're shitting I'm me. I'm not fucking no, my, with look, you. When are we subscribing? Uh, right now, I'll pull out my credit card. Like right unironically, I would subscribe to that. Wait, so like, <laughs> like is it like full it. nudity? Like OnlyFans? I don't know. I or, hope so. or is it like a talent type OnlyFans? Like he's like you know performing like music or something. No, I don't think it's like a. Ta- I think it's like a raunchy. Better. Oh if it's like, my cool. god! We're gonna split. We're gonna split a subscription. <laughs> we are. I love that. We'll let you guys know if it's worth the the subscribe or not. <laughs> oh my I god! I hope it's still up because I read that a while ago. So I hope it's. Still oh up. my god! That's 
Oh my god. <laughs> you just, like, I, just my broke abs. You I just broke abs. Oh my goodness. Anyways, this fic is called We Left Ourselves in the Drift by Omelette. It's not rated, and let's get into it. Styles and Scott have been best friends for nearly 20 years, and Jaeger co-pilots for five. Styles likes to attribute their success to their unbreakable and heartwarming friendship. They may not be the best fighters, but they always do what they need to do. What do you mean we're not drift compatible anymore? It means exactly what it sounds like. Lydia answers evenly, her boots tapping quickly down the corridor. Also, sorry, side note, Lydia, baddest bitch to ever live. Facts. Baddest bitch to ever live. Styles struggles to keep up in between being knocked aside by the engineers and technicians that Lydia seems to have absolutely no trouble dodging. Or have you forgotten what it requires to pilot a, it was Jaeger, right? Jaeger, yeah. Like Aaron Jaeger. (laughs) That's honestly how most people remember. I think, not gonna lie, I do like think like subconsciously the, the mechs being called Jaegers is part of the reason it got so popular back in like 2013 2014 because that was the peak attack on titan popularity and aaron yeager uh-huh. was the main character so everybody knew the word yeager so yeager being in mainstream tv like movie that's why i watched it originally i just associate yeager with Jaegermeister and yeager okay well not all of us are alcoholics liz sorry, <laughs> sorry about that guys <laughs> i so. actually only got into yeager bombs i really fucking really fucking weird story i got really into jaeger bomb Uh because of a attack on titan youtube video where it was like all the recruits throwing like a toga party and they all did jaeger bombs and i know they did that because of aaron jaeger and so high school me was like oh i really want to do jaeger bombs and then i got into college and i did jaeger bombs and i was oh like jaeger bombs are so much fucking fun oh my god and that's how i got into attack on titan got you into jaeger bombs side note about attack on titan, <laughs> a different x not the anime club one the attack on titan to jaeger bomb pi- pipeline <laughs> uh but but side note about attack on titan um a different x so not the anime club one um they are actually still on youtube it's they, they're not uploading anymore they had a video at their house, the house that I spent so many nights at, um, of, like, them and their friends when they were, like, 14, 15, and, like, they mm-hmm. were dressed as all of the Attack on Titan characters, like, the 104 squad or whatever they were, uh-huh. um, and they just had, like, a slumber party, and, like, they filmed it and, like, were, like, kind of in character, but also not, because it was, like, 2014, and, like... <laughs> Honestly, I miss videos like that. Same, and it's actually a really funny video. I still remember a lot and, of like, it, and if my ex if wasn't you... in it, I would probably rewatch it. Just if cause... you mean... If you made shit like that now, I'm gonna be like, ew, so fucking cringe. What okay, you say that, but we're literally friends. Like, our friend from college, Eli, is like, has a successful career from doing exactly that. And it's like, it's, but it's like, it's so, it's like, so good. And they're always so funny. Like, they're, mm. it's genuinely like, I feel like, like, even back then, I feel like people made it because they knew it was funny. Like, they didn't care about the cringe factor. They're like, this is just fucking hilarious to watch. Yeah. Uh, sorry, rant, rant side tangent sorry. over. You guys should be used to these by now. Yeah. Um, Styles narrowly avoids being brained by a clipboard. How are me and Scott not drift compatible anymore? Drifting is like literally a no-brainer for us, and we almost allowed Sacramento to be leveled by the last kaiju. Styles shrinks back guiltily when Lydia whips around to face him, her green eyes narrowed in an icy glare. Look, you two can pilot a Jaeger just fine. I know this. She holds up a finger and his next protest fizzles in his throat. But right now, with Category 4s coming out of the breach, we can't settle for a good connection. We need something near perfect. Lydia, you've seen our sync ratios, seen our evals. And now there is a margin of error we can no longer allow. Lydia snaps. 
What it shows is that while Scott is still the wide-eyed idealist cadet, fresh out of the academy, you are not. Styles crosses his arm over his chest, working his jaw. And that's fine, but when it comes down to making difficult decisions out there, we can't afford to have you two struggling for, con- for control with each other for even a second when you're supposed to be fighting kaijus. A long pause hangs between them, Lydia's level gaze still on him as he bites down on his lip. He and Scott have been co-pilots for all of their careers, but while he doubts that their friendship will ever waver, even he can't deny that their dynamic has changed over the years. He turns away with a sharp exhale. Fine, he concedes through gritted teeth. Then what now? Am I benched? Lydia flicks her hair back before turning to resume her path down the crowded corridor. I have some candidates lined up to spar with you after your fitting this afternoon. We're finding you a new co-pilot. Derek looks the farthest from the, like, looks like the farthest thing from a tech guy. Broody. Broody. Yes. <laughs> Broody. <laughs> muscular, <laughs> muscular. Attractive. But that's what he is. He's one of the leading engineers working on the Jaeger refurb- refurbishment project. In addition to working on the Jaegers themselves, he's in charge of making sure the pilot's physiological needs are met, which includes working on the suits and doing maintenance on the cockpit, ensuring that the pilots can operate at their maximum capabilities while on their Jaegers. Luckily for Styles, Derek also happens to be the engineer assigned to his Jaeger, Sent- Sentinel Alpha. <laughs> I can't speak. Not a lot of people know Derek personally, and the people who do don't tell much. It's a widely known fact that Derek's not much of a talker, but when he does, it's always an event. Even though it's an unspoken rule that pilots rank higher than lab techs and engineers, aside from Lydia, who outranks nearly everyone, Derek has never toned down his unapologetic bluntness for them, never hesitated to give them grief when they start acting a little too much like rock stars. The lip he gives to some of the cockier pilots. Jackson. Just Jackson. Fucking Jackson. Always manages to brighten Styles' day. Styles thinks that he's sort of in between. He's not quite at Jackson's level, but he annoys Derek enough during meals to get him to talk to him, albeit with great resistance. Good. Derek says without a shred of sympathy when Styles gripes to him about Lydia's decision to separate him and Scott during his suit fitting. I don't know whose bright idea it was to put you two idiots together in the first place, but I'm glad they finally come to their senses. That said, Derek can be a real asshole when he wants to be. Styles tells him this, constantly in fact, but Derek's hardly ever bothered by it and just insults him right back. Some people wonder why Styles hasn't just asked for someone else to conduct his physicals and suit checks. He's on slightly better terms with another member of Derek's team, Erica, but their frequent, mostly lighthearted bickering and antics are a welcome change to the grim and somber atmosphere that tends to hang around this place. To be honest, Styles is weirdly fond of Derek, despite his prickly demeanor and biting commentary, and it's not just because his face and butt happen to be nice things to look at. (laughs) Derek snorts loudly and rudely, Styles would like to add, a Styles' declaration of his and Scott's undying bromance, but doesn't comment, instead inserting the last cord connecting to his handheld computer and turning his attention to its screen as it runs diagnostics on Styles' suit. Everything looks fine. How does it- how's it feel? Tossing one last glare at the top of Derek's head, Styles flexes his fingers and bends his knees a bit. It's a little stiff. Derek hums, making a note before yanking out the cords. It's new, so it just might need to be broken in, but I'll run it through a test one more time before you have your- a Jaeger test trial. That is... Derek disengages Styles' helmet, smirking at him all the while. If you ever manage to get one before the next kaiju come... Styles makes a face at Derek as he helps him out of the rest of his suit. Not my fault people can't handle me. Entirely your fault. You can handle me just fine. That's because I entertain myself with the thought of strangling you one day. So you do think of me. Erica makes a noise that sounds suspiciously like a chuckle behind him. Styles sees Derek shoot her glare over his shoulder before turning back to him. 
I'm cutting your oxygen reserves in half the next time you're deployed. A grin spreads on Styles' lips just as Derek realizes the implication of his words, his eyes widening before quickly narrowing into a particularly scathing glare. He promptly storms off before Styles is even out of his suit. Okay, so, um, and then we're gonna skip a little bit just so we can get to, like, more of, uh, Styles and Derek, but, um, basically, like, they have a spar or whatever, like, Styles and Derek, and they realize that, like, they're super compatible through that, yeah. and then this is the next part. Where are we? I'm sorry. Uh, so skip down to your test run is scheduled for tomorrow morning. Oh my god, my brain needs to find this one second. It's towards the end. I see. Your test run is scheduled for tomorrow morning. Seven, 700 hours. Lydia announces to Styles and Derek after the room has been cleared, leaving the three of them alone. I can't believe it. Derek mutters from where he's sitting on the ground, lacing up his boots. How did I end up being compatible with an idiot like him? Rude, Styles says, scowling from beside him. I don't even like him. Derek complains as he gets to his feet. Dude, am I not even here? Lydia rolls her eyes. I don't care. All I care about is the fact that you can fight together. Besides, she looks pointedly at Derek. I thought you'd be happy to finally find a partner. Well, yes, but... Derek gestures at Styles, who scoffs, offended. Lydia ignores him in favor, scribbling something on the clipboard. Data doesn't lie, is all Lydia says in response, tapping her pen against the clipboard with an air of finality. She turns to Derek sharply. And you, of all people, should know that compatibility is not based on similar temperaments or personality. Derek looks at her. It's about understanding. With that, she spins on her heel and leaves the training room. Styles looks at Derek curiously, wondering about their vague and slightly cryptic conversation. Derek, with one last glance at Styles, frowns, grabbing his jacket before he leaves. I'm gonna finish the test on your suit. Then he adds, throwing over his shoulder. I'll see you later. And yeah, so I actually, I liked it a lot, and I'm like... If if I was more into Pacific Rim, I think I'd give it a shot. Um, but um, honestly, I'm kind of fucking with this fic. Yeah, I I really like the characterization of it, it with, especially within the universe. Um, like you know, Styles is a little more mature, and that he's recognizes that he's you know a, a pilot fighting to save the world, but like still like immature in the Styles yeah. way that we all love, which I really mm. like. Um, I, I I don't know, I honestly really just really really like the fic and the part of it that I read, so. I would yeah. recommend it. Um, I don't think that I really will read Pacific Rim AUs, though. Like, I've tried in the past, and they're really just not for me. I just can't get into that much world building that's required for a Pacific Rim AU. But, uh, Liz, you said you're fucking with it. Are you going to give it I'm a shot? I'm fucking with this fic. I mm-hmm. don't know if I will actually go out of my way to finish reading it, but maybe. Have you even maybe. seen Pacific Rim? No. We should definitely watch it together. I think you would really like it. Honestly, I'm vi- the thing is, I think I'm vibing with the premise, and I think that just means I need to watch the movie. Definitely. We can watch it together. <laughs> yeah. Blushes. Little movie night next week. Oh my god. So, just a reminder, come check us out at Anime NYC. I'll be working with Genshin Impact, aka MiHoYo, for Friday and Saturday. Liz will be running around Saturday and Sunday, and, you know, I'll also be running around yeah. Sunday. So, if you're interested in checking us out there, you can. If you want to meet up with us formally, feel free to shoot us a dm we're we're friendly we don't yeah. fight sometimes usually to. unless we're alphas um <laughs> so, you, and you, you we both know that is we're not both true omegas. it's fine it's fine please accept it so liz where can we find you on social media you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at lazily liz what about you gabs you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at flighty the nerd i'm also going to be regularly streaming genshin impact again so if that uh floats your boat come check it out liz where can we find more about the show you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the, um, at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Pod- Tropes Pod. Is it Tropes Podcast? No, it's Trope Podcast. 
Oh my gosh. Dude, I listen, it's been I'm a full year now. You I'm restarting. No I'm restarting. I'm restarting. I'm restarting. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Oh my gosh. I'm overthinking it now. Can you do it? No, I can do this. Okay. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Tropes Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like suggestions, comments, anything on the show, email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. You can also email us good Maze Runner and Twilight fanfics. Please, please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. And keep listening. We're almost at a thousand listens, which is pretty cool. Um, and we're really yeah. excited to see how this goes. If you have uh, any requests for the live show at Home or even the special, we have an idea of what we want to do, but we're always open to suggestions. So yeah. feel free to just let us know. All right, yes. guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.